Well, today on my story, um, I have the privilege of sitting down with my little boy, Lincoln Blankenship, who um, I feel is wise beyond his years. Um, Each time I do a podcast, I pray about um, who the Lord would have, you know, me ask to like sit down and talk to and um, and really just kind of get some kind of encouraging word to kind of give to everybody. Um, and I had a lot of um, just sweet people on my mind that I would, wanted to sit down and talk to. But I was washing dishes, and I just kept seeing Lincoln's name over and over again, um, almost like white letters um, as I was washing dishes. And so I just went and sat down with Lincoln, and just like a normal day at our home, and just kind of had a conversation um, and I just said, you know, is there anything that the Lord's really put on your heart and your mind here lately? And what he said um, was not to dwell on things that are not good, Mama. And so I obviously, um, like I always do, looked up the word dwell. And it just said um, to dwell is to live in or at a specific place, um, dwelling on things could be to think on it, to speak, or to write at length about a particular subject, especially one that is a source of unhappiness, anxiety, or dissatisfaction. Um, and so, and its origin is Old English, um, is to lead astray, to hinder, to delay, to remain in a place, staying stuck. Um, and when I think about staying stuck, I think about like a prisoner uh, to your thoughts in your mind. And so I just um, sat down with Lincoln, and when he said, you know, Mama, don't dwell on things that are are not good. And so I just wanted to kind of sit with you today, Lincoln, Mm -hmm. and just kind of, you're nine. I am. You're nine. And um, that's very wise, what you said to this old lady. Mama, don't dwell on things that are not good. So I just want you to kind of just, it's like we're at home. I want you just to talk to me about that. What do you mean when you say don't dwell on things that are not good. What does what is what has the Lord said to you about that? Well, I think the Lord has said to me about that is we shouldn't dwell on things because it keeps us trapped in this infinite loop of sadness and mm-hmm. sorrow. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's not very good and it can it can severely hurt your life. Mm-hmm. What do you mean it like, can severely hurt your life when you say, like, don't dwell on things that are not good, and you say it can severely hurt your life? What do you mean by that? I mean by it can hurt your life because, you know, we we have, um, we, we sin a lot. Mm-hmm. And so... If you dwell on things that are bothering you, so you say, like, we do sin a lot. Mm-hmm. Don't we? We're we're human. We're mm-hmm. not perfect, right? Are we going to be perfect? No. No, we're not going to be perfect. Um, and but we do sin a lot. We don't mean to. Sometimes we. It's just our nature, our thoughts, the things that we um, may do or not do, right? And so when you do something wrong, when you do something wrong, um, how do you make that right? How do you feel like, you know, if you're doing something wrong, you say sin a lot. Um, do you just keep it to yourself? How do you, what do you do when you do that, when you sin a lot? So what I think you should do is you should ask your parents for their opinion and their help Mm -hmm. on what you should do with it. And then when you're at bed or at bedtime 
or just having a conversation with God. You need to say, I need some help with whatever is going on in your life and whatever you're dwelling on. Mm -hmm. So um, when I asked you that day and I was talking to you, just kind of picking your brain, you're like, Mama, you shouldn't dwell on things that are not good. Um, if you're late, like you're saying, if you're at bedtime, right, so the day's pretty busy. You get up in the morning, yeah. your Mama makes pancakes, you go through the school day, right, um, and maybe it could be something small to Mama, like maybe the teacher has said something to you, like, you know, Lincoln, don't talk, don't do this, it doesn't matter. It could be something little to me, but to you it's super big, right? Yeah. And then you go to bed at night and you didn't share about it because maybe you're worried Mama and Daddy's <coughs> going to be upset or something. Um, you, you've done this before. You sat there and you thought on it, didn't you? Uh-huh. Okay, and how did that make you feel when you just sit there and you think on something that's worrying you? It makes me feel, have this feeling in my stomach mm -hmm. where my brain is like, dude, you got to tell your mom this. <laughs> like. yeah. Is it freeing when you share with your family things that are on your mind, things that are troubling you? It's like when you tell your parents something, that you've been worrying about. It's like you're flying through the air mm -hmm. in the it makes, clouds. It makes you feel better, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, more importantly, because sharing with your parents is super important, but we've talked about Paul in the Bible. And what does he say when your mind is troubled and you're worried? What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to pray. You're supposed to pray, aren't you? You're supposed yes. to pray. And think on things that are what? Noble, right, pure, and lovely. <laughs> That's right. Now, I've been telling you that since you're in my dummy. Whatever's noble, right, pure, and lovely, think, think on, on these things. things. That's right. Okay, so write some of the things I wrote down. One of the things I wrote down in my notes, Lincoln, um, a question I had is how can you stop this? And you just said, when you're dwelling on something that's troubling you, again, you're supposed to do what? Think on pure, noble, right, and lovely things. And you're supposed to also pray. Pray. You're supposed to pray. And prayer is just a simple conversation with the Lord, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not supposed to be some kind of fancy speech. Some kind of some kind of Oscar speech, like, so good. <laughs> yeah, no. An Oscar, is that what you're trying to uh -huh. say? Okay. Um, in Isaiah 26, 3, he says, you keep in him perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So when you when you keep your thoughts on the Lord and you share and you don't dwell on things that are not good and you pray and you talk to your mom and daddy about it, you have to trust that the Lord takes it away, mm -hmm. right? And what is something that we've always taught you to do? Leave it at the feet of Jesus. Leave it at the feet of Jesus. Okay, and what, what do you think that means? I know you say that. Do you know what that means to leave it at the feet of Jesus? I think what it means is you're letting go of something that doesn't matter. <laughs> That's right. In the light of things, God is what? Big and powerful. <laughs> He's big and powerful. And what's the big deal to you, Lincoln, is a big deal to the Lord. Mm -hmm. See, when we grow up, Sometimes it seems like our problems are bigger. You know, mama's not worried about math homework. Yeah. And if I didn't finish it or not, right? But kids are very worried they, about it. Mm -hmm. And it's important that kids know that nothing's too small. Like if you're worried about something, it's important that you pray mm -hmm. and you talk to your family about it. Okay, so um, 
I want to know from you if, let's say you're at the lunch table. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have a friend who sits down beside you and they're worrying about things. And what could what advice would you give a friend if they were worrying about stuff, if they were dwelling on things that are not good? What would you say to that your friend? Well, I would say to him, if you're worrying about something, you don't need to worry about it. It doesn't matter, and you just need to leave it at the feet of Jesus and talk to it about your family. Talk about it with your family. Uh-huh. Is it freeing to you to know that you can share with your family? It is. Because I remember you worrying about something. I don't remember what it was, but you were pretty anxious. Um, I remember what it was. You do? It was about monsters. It was about monsters. Uh-huh. And you're pretty anxious about that. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, if you hold those thoughts in and you don't share, right? With your family, mm-hmm. it, it does a great deal of damage. It does. Um, do you understand what anxiety is? That There are a lot of people, even grown-ups, that have anxiety. So, basically, what anxiety is, is when you worry about something and you don't tell anyone about it and you just keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're. it's just very scary to have anxiety at times. Mm-hmm. It's very scary to have anxiety at times. Mm-hmm. Um do you think anxiety is from God? No. Mm-mm. It's got to be from the other person. And the enemy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does uh, Satan, is he powerful enough to destroy you, or do you give, or do you have to, like, your thoughts? Or, he, or do you have power over that? You have power over your thoughts, and he's just trying to manipulate you mm. into... Like either doing something bad or thinking something bad is real, mm-hmm. and that just isn't right. That's not right, is it? Uh-uh. So I don't know if you've ever heard me say this. I say it a lot, but I, I say it mostly at my Bible study and, and to the praise team and daddy and to grown-up friends. Um, have you ever heard Mama say, if it's not good, it's from the evil enemy. It's from the enemy, right? So mm-hmm. if it's good, you know it's from God. But if it's bad, it's from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't get to have power over you, uh-huh. right? You are a child of God, mm-hmm. right? We don't have to understand all that. We just have to believe. We have to trust like Isaiah is saying, like he said, you keep in him perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. His mind, mm-hmm. right, is stayed on you. you. You're focusing on what? Your mind and you. Yeah, you're focusing on good things. Your mind and you are focusing on good things, uh-huh. right? Um, so if that stayed on you, talking about the Lord, because he trusts in you. We have to trust that we give it to him and it stays there and we don't have to pick it back up. Uh-huh. We don't have to dwell on that anymore. So if you've done something that's not good, that's been disappointing, we all have. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to remember it? anymore no no you do though don't you you do but you don't really you don't really care about it you don't have to care about it like you know what i messed up but it's okay because it's gone now it's okay because it's gone now because he forgives us god god forgives us um okay i wanted you to read um 
Well, before you read that, I was going to ask you this, and and you don't have to share if you don't want to, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a time when you worried and dwell? I know you said about the monsters. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share anything else when there's a time when you, as a kid, worried or dwelled about something? Because look, grown ups think that y'all have to there have to be there has to be something big wrong. Sometimes we think, oh, and it could just be something so minute, so small, that you're dwelling and worrying on. So. Has there ever been anything besides the monsters where you were going to sleep and thinking that you were seeing the monsters, right? Or is that the biggest thing that you can remember? The biggest thing I can remember is the thing about the monsters. Okay, okay. And you were thinking they were in your room when you were sleeping. Yeah, because when I was a little boy, I didn't really worry on things. Yeah. Except about the monsters, so that really scared me. That really scared you. Mm -hmm. One thing I've noticed about you since you've kind of gotten freedom from that... Not just the monsters, uh-huh. but figuring out, like, even at nine years old, you have truth that if I focus on good things and I don't dwell and I pray and I give it to the Lord and I leave it at his feet, all those things you've said today, and um, I don't have to worry about it anymore, I'm good now, I have noticed that you have used that truth and when you're doing your homework and studying. Can mama be over the top when it's time for homework? No. I do better now, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, Lincoln, you got to study. Lincoln, do you know these words? Do you know? They? And you're like, Mama, I got it. I'm good. I think that you don't worry about things. Maybe that's I like, don't worry about things like homework or math tests or things like that. The little things in life sometimes can be really big. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But... I, I try to focus on the good things in life. And one time my daddy said, I really love you, Lincoln. And and I said, why? And he said, well, because you always try to focus on the good things <laughs> in life. Yeah, you do. You, um, you're one of those kiddos. You're one of those people that light up a room when you walk in a room. Um, Laughter is important. Mm-hmm. And you're a pretty funny guy. I think you're pretty funny. You're very intelligent, too. And I think sometimes, and I'm not a doctor, so I don't know that this is true, but I know both of you um, and Cameboy that y'all are pretty intelligent, and sometimes y'all overthink things, and you think a lot on certain things, and that creativity and all that. I think a lot of that plays into you processing things and thinking on it and spinning on it and tolling over it. Yeah. You just have the key now. You have truth to figure out how to stop those thoughts. It's like a monotonous treadmill. You know how a treadmill moves uh-huh. and you think on a thought and you think on a thought and it keeps replaying and going and going and going. At some point, you had to push power on the treadmill and turn it off. Uh-huh. And I think that you have gotten truth because of the scriptures. You have gotten truth on how to set that away like you're set free from that Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's amazing that you got that truth at such a young age so I want you um, so mama loves the scripture whatever is noble right pure Pure and lovely lovely. think Mm -hmm. on these things so I want you to read for us um, right here I mean I want you to take your time just do you see where I have it uh, marked okay read that for us and it's out of um, tell them where it's from it's from Philippians 4.15. And well, 4.4 4 is where it starts, okay? Uh-huh. And you're going to go down to 4.8. Right here. 
Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. <laughs> and, the, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Okay, keep on going down a little bit more and read that. Last Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if think, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Ah, so stop there. Okay, and that word was admirable. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, when you use what Paul said there, if you'll get that in your little spirit at nine years old, you're about mm-hmm. to be ten. I am. Yeah, you're double saying, digits. Double digits. <laughs> if you'll get that Lincoln in your spirit at almost ten years old, mm-hmm. I have that in our home, don't I? And that has helped me. And those are that's one of those scriptures. That I read over and over and over again. Because it's so good. It's so good. It's truth. And truth sets you free. So whatever is admirable, noble, right, pure, lovely. Think on these things. Mm -hmm. And what will God give you? What did he say he'll give you? He'll give you you peace. He'll give you peace. And the opposite of peace is fear. And anxiety is not from God. No. It is from the enemy. The and enemy tries to give you anxiety because he wants to win power over you. Mm-hmm. And and he cannot unless you allow him to. Unless you allow him into your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so how do you stop that? Well, first thing you need to do is you need to just say, you have no power over me. So you're saying use your words. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and then you pray. And then you pray to God about what your situation is. Mm-hmm. And what will God do? He'll give you peace, love, and joy. And he'll handle it, won't he? Mm-hmm. He'll handle it. And you share it with your family. Because yeah. you're not alone. You're not alone in this world. Mm-mm. There's like a billion other people. <laughs> and you have your, your mom and daddy. Mm-hmm. You have your church family. You've got grandparents, Nina and Papa. Mm-hmm. You've got a team of people here who are in the prayer room right now. Do you know that they come in here and pray uh-huh. before service? And so it's a big deal. And so what you're saying is good. Um, do not dwell. Finish that sentence. Do not dwell on things that are not true or good. Yeah, because you can dwell on good things. Mm-hmm. Dwelling is not bad unless you dwell on things that are not good. That's right. You got it. So I, I love that you have that, and I love that you shared that. All right, so last thing, mm-hmm. okay? I want you to pretend that a kid mm-hmm. or a teenager, yeah, okay, they walk in right now, and they say, Lincoln, I, I, I'm so worried I'm going to fail. I'm so worried my mom is going to be mad at me. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just, you know, somebody don't like me at school, and they, they make fun of me, and I'm not popular, or I, I'm not good enough. I just can't do, and I can't, 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 can't. Uh-huh. What would you say to them? 
I would say... Like, think about it. What would you say to that person who was downtrodden, who was sad, who was dwelling on all the things that are not good in their life? What would you say to them? I would say it doesn't matter how good or bad you look. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. All you need to do is you need to help other people. If they're mean to you, you just need to keep trying to be nice to them, and eventually they'll get the hang of it, and they'll be like, Wait, so this is all I have to do in life? This is all I have to do to be successful. I just have to love to God. Love God, Mm -hmm. yeah, and love others, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so do you mind closing us out and praying? Lord, we pray we try to not dwell on things and try to help others. Mm -hmm. We pray that we can start having great times with our family, if we're having anxiety, you need to share that with God and your family. You need you need real help because no matter what you're going through, no matter what you look like, you're always going to be a good person in God's image. That's right. Amen. 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 He's a good God. Mm-hmm. He's good all the time, isn't he? He is. Yes. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. You did an awesome job today. Mm-hmm. If we help one person, and I hope it's a, it's, I hope it's a kid. Uh-huh. I hope if we hear, or a teenager, uh-huh. or a grown-up, right? But if we help one kid, one adult, one teenager know to not dwell on things and to share with their family and to pray and to slide it at the feet of Jesus, yeah. if we can get that and they can get that truth, then we've done what we're supposed to do as children of God, and that's love others. So, we love you, Lord. You're an awesome God. Amen. Amen.